0: And how are you? It's been a few weeks since we've been on. And I'm going to bring our person right on right now, Mr. J. Logan. Mr. Logan, how are you today? I am doing very good today in sunny California with a little bit of overcast. But it's going to be sunny later.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know, what
0: I find unfair, Mr. Logan, is that no matter how it is here, okay, you always seem to have a great day out there in San Francisco. It's never... Too too hot. Am I wrong about that one? Uh, you you kind of right. Yeah, I, I hate to say it, but you're on you're on point with that. We have some great days out here. Well, you know, I find that a little unfair because even when I came out a couple of times during the fall weather, uh, it was it was a little unfair that your weather was still pretty good and ours was so cold. Well, at least you got to get real snow and it, you get all the seasons. You get all the seasons there, and um, that's what's wonderful about the East Coast. We don't get all the seasons, so we miss out on a lot of things. Your, your Christmas are wonderful. Yes, I know, I know. Um, I mean, we do have a beautiful Christmas, but don't forget, you are originally from New York. I know you don't like everyone to know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, it's, Jay, we've been away for so long. We've had so much work to do, you know. I'm uh, working on the project for Listen Give and revamping Listen Give, and still um, we have more uh, surprises for next week. You know, it's been it's been a long road, hasn't it, between parents, kids, music, and Listen Give, and then re- revamping for our audience. Isn't it exciting? Yeah. It's very exciting. But we've been working really hard because we have great surprises in store for everyone next week. So, you know, you, the audience will know that we've been up to something. Yes, and I know that we've been telling our audience for a while we've been up to something, but you know how it is. When you're running a business, there are so many leaps and bounds that come into place, you know, and Mm -hmm. you just never know. And, you know, uh, with the loss of my mother and, you know, and, and everyone trying to take care of their parents and so forth, it really is something. And I think, Jay, one day we have to do a show on that, you know, what it's like when you have to become a caregiver for your parents or when you lose your parents. I think one of our... Actually, it was uh, Yesenia Cardona, who was on our show in the past, who was a person who really focused on caregiving, you know, and and what that's like. I think we should do a show on that. I know that she wanted to come back, you know. So, you know, I really wanted to go right in. Um, one of the things, Jay, if you would share, I couldn't help, I really went into that... You know the information we're going to talk about with the students it is so alarming what you had to share with us today about students and cheating yeah it's uh it's really really alarming um you know study sign more students are cheating uh, and um well, you know not just the the, the the students are having a hard time in school girl but the high achievers with no exception they are cheating large Large, scales, large scale large scale cheating has going on. Has been uncovered over the last year, kind of fact that that's a high, and you know the schools in Manhattan and, and also Air Force Academy and most recently Harvard. You know, and this is really unfortunate that uh, with the use of these smartphones and the internet, and you know kids are collaborating with each other and they're cheating, and I don't, and a lot of the professors at the schools, they're unable to. Really catch these kids because they have so many students and the student, the classes are so full. So I feel sorry for some of the the, the teachers there because they can't really keep up. Um, the students the student behavior and attitudes show that a majority of these students violate a lot of the standards of the academy's integrity. And um, I just wonder, Gary, what do you think about this? I mean, would you, do you do think you should be able to bring your smartphones to class and your laptops or? Do you, well, I got no, another question. Well, you know, Jay, you and I have had this. I know you you believe in gadgetry and technology, and I do too. But this is exactly what I was talking about. Too much of the Internet is available to students. It takes them away from learning. And yes, parents, I'm saying this to you today. By you allowing your kids to use so much of the gadgetry, they're not thinking for themselves. And as parents who feel that a lot of your parents didn't give you the okay to do certain things, You allow your children to not have the necessary discipline that they need, and this is what we come to. So we have to go back to some of the old ways that our parents raised us on and even our parents' parents so that it can be instilled in a child, that sense of accomplishment through their own efforts. And even some of the, the, from what I saw, Jay, in the article, as you said, oh, my God, even some of the teachers are going along and aiding and abetting in this. This is why we need the teacher and parent partnership. Mixed in with that, we have a lot of mental um, mental illness in schools with children. It's not being addressed. That by putting them on um, technology uh, gadgets, it hasn't become so tensely and extreme to the gadgets that they can't also function every day as well. There's so many things that need to be dealt with. I mean, this this article opened up a can of worms, really, to tell you the truth. I mean, how did you take this, uh, Jay, having children of your own? Well, I, I, you know, I think it's so easy now because the Internet has, the access of the Internet has made cheating so much easier and enabling, you know, my daughter to connect instantly with, you know, answers and friends and who consult them and tell them the answers and, I mean, it's really, really hard to keep on top when you're a parent. It's very hard to stay on top of this because you you can't watch your kids like every five seconds, you know. So it's really hard right now in this world. When um, they want to date myself, but when I grew, we didn't have all this access, so we couldn't really like call Bob or John or get on the internet and email somebody and copy their paper through the internet, instantly like, like that, you know. We actually had to see the paper at school, but you can go home now, get on the internet, they can email you all the questions. You have the same questions in class when you turn your paper in. So it's very hard to keep. It's very, very difficult as a parent. So the, I think the best thing, here is is you must instill this in your kids that uh, cheating is wrong, and make it a point and keep uh, harping on this with them throughout grade school and in, in college, letting them know that there's a set of rules and behavior habits that they simply have to follow. Well, I know. I know. I was just taken. I was really taken back by it, um, Jay. Uh, I really was. I just couldn't believe it. And it just told me that to really listen to my own thoughts, that I wasn't off in the thoughts that I had. Not to say that I'm right about anything, but it just really is amazing. All the young people I know, even my own nieces, they learn by their own brains. They do not cheat in school. They're not allowed to. We don't allow them on the computer all the time. And and also, Gail, it's the institutions, too. They do a very poor job in making... These boundaries clear and consistent. You know they kind of just let they kind of like uh, let it go by. You uh, know, really, 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 pounded into their students. Um, a lot of times there's uh, policy school policies, and they have uh, academic honesty thing that you have to read before you uh, read the rules. A lot of kids they don't read it, they disregard it, and they don't even know what the rules are, and they end up going to school all this time. They think it's cool. It's cool to look over, or you know, copy a page or. Get on the internet and paste and glue the answers. Um, online you look at some of the online classes when they allow kids to go home and uh take these classes online, I mean it's so easy to cheat at home. I mean you can just copy it. <laughs> From you know, if I could send it to you, hey, I did the online thing too, and here's my answers. So we really, really need to um to get a hold of this. And control of someone is cheating, or it's going to get worse. And this is, it doesn't matter. A lot of kids believe that uh, their whole thing is just give me the answer now. I'll be a role model later. <laughs> that's the attitude, and that's the wrong attitude. That's the you know, it's so true. You know, and you know, I'm really excited. Um, and you know, just really excited with next guest because. I've known her for a long time and uh, her name is Christine Berrios and she really is with her family, Joe and Pura Berrios, what they call entrepreneurship and, you know, the, the story of entrepreneurship, you know, and I really i am so so excited to talk about her, Jay. It, it, it's really exciting because this is what you and I do every day. So, you know, without further ado, we'll talk about the Apple and all of those things later. I'm going to bring on Chrissy. Are you really ready for this, Jay? I, I yeah. okay. Alrighty, so I'm really excited. I lot have execu- a lot of executives and everything on, but this to me is like the most exciting. Let's do it. Good afternoon,
1: Ms. Christine Berrios. How are you today? Good afternoon, Ms. Gail. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me on. No problem. And I
0: want to introduce you to my favorite person in the world, Mr. Jay Logan, my co host here, who is
1: based in San Francisco. Oh, wonderful. Hi, Mr. J. How are you?
0: I'm Miss Chris. It's wonderful that you're on our show. I'm doing very well. Hope you're doing the same. Oh. Great.
1: Great. Uh, Thank you.
0: Well, you know, Chris, you know that I'm more than excited today about having you on.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so excited, too.
0: <laughs> you know, such to a you this a, is such
1: a great show, and I appreciate you even thinking of having me on. Thank you. Oh, I mean, what you and your parents
0: create is part of, you know, the entrepreneurship experience, you know, um, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, and we just can't wait to get started. So if we can have some fun with you, would that be okay with you?
1: Oh, absolutely. You know me, I'm all about having fun. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so we can start with, you know, if one of the first things, you know, I'd like to, you know, let you know is that, you know, is that, we're so excited to have you especially from my home of Jersey City, you know? And this is just amazing because your parents I believe have been in, in business for over forty five years, am I correct?
1: That's correct. Almost. Almost forty it's been forty four years since nineteen sixty eight they've been in business, yes. Oh
0: my in Jersey
1: City oh. at this location.
0: hmm Well, we we won't there's still twenty one, okay?
1: Yeah. Well, be, they will love to hear that, always for and forever 21, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we wanted to know, how did your family get started, actually, in the ice cream parlor business? Well, my father, he he bought a deli, and so he first started off at this location as a deli selling snow cones and making his own syrups for those snow cones. And it, it eventually just it grew from there you know instead of the business being um mostly about the the fruits and the vegetables that he would buy from Manhattan and bring them over and sell them it became more about the syrups and the and the homemade uh snow cones and it grew into other aspects then it grew into the sherbets the coconut sherbet which is what we're really we were originally known for and and then through the years it's just grown into all of these different flavors of of ice cream as
0: well. Wow, wow! Mm-hmm. You know that's that's amazing. And you know, I think Jay has a question here as well. Yes, see, I wanted, I, I i had a question, and this question was: When your mom and dad started the ice cream parlor, did yes. did they ever think that they would be doing it for this long and be successful, be successful?
1: Oh, I I do not think so. I do not know. I mean, uh, they only. I'm sure they hoped. You know, when they first opened, it was it was tough. I'm sure, just like how it is now with the economy. You know, they were a young married couple. Um, you know, they it was very humble beginnings. They tried all they could. They did um, the they did uh, homemade candies. They did the snow cones, like I said. So they were an average couple beginning a life together and trying to make a strong foundation and and build a career you know to sustain the life so fortunately it worked Um,
0: out (laughs) you know I I wanted to add to that I just wanted to know that did did you get your hand in the cookie jar a lot since you know it was your parents and you had to eat uh, pretty much all the good stuff and me and Gail had to eat the you know pretty much Wheaties and stuff I was wondering did you get to eat all the beef
1: I'm sorry say that again
0: I was wondering. I was. I was, making, I was teasing girls, and we had to eat the Wheaties. And you got? Did you get to eat all the candies and good things and the oh. syrups and the ice creams?
1: <laughs> well, I, you know what? My my parents, my father, particularly, was very strict growing up. So, ironically, no, we we had to sometimes sneak downstairs because we live we the family, um, my three older sisters and I, we lived in the building with the. Where the store was on the first floor. So we had to sneak down in the middle of the night to grab some ice cream because my father is still and was very healthy. We barely even got to have chips and chew gum and have candy. So you'd think it would have been the best thing in the world to have an ice cream store, but we really, you know, weren't allowed to have too much. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, yes. I mean, we we eat it now all the time and we enjoy it, but, you know, it's a lifestyle of moderation, you know. You have to have a healthy balance and, you know, we didn't abuse it then. We don't abuse it now, and um, which is also why with my father being so health conscious, we focus on a lot of fruits and we focus on a lot of different flavors that can add to the experience of having ice cream, but also, you know, incorporating some healthful choices into it as well. You no. Know, um, speaking of that, I'm sorry, Chrissy. did we stop you there? No, I was just going to say, which also the ginger. The ginger is very medicinal, and I know, Gail, you enjoy the ginger, and you, yep, you appreciate having that and, and knowing that it's good for you. You know, not it's still ice cream, so you can't have so much all the time, but, you know, we definitely like that balance of, of offering more than just an ice cream treat. You know what
0: wow. one of the things it, it, one of the things about the medicinal purposes that we know about her dad in the neighborhood and also just you know in general you know you you involve the community a lot you seem to be well known in the community you know, and earlier when your parents first started, what were some mm-hmm. of the things they did to involve the community around them
1: um they they were always so involved you know with the church and um I don't know the specifics of what they did, but I know, you know, it was just always from the heart and helping, and we always, you know, I know especially with my parents, they had a lot of help in the beginning with family and friends, and, you know, we always remember those moments, and we always help whenever we can and however we can in many ways. There's been ways. The- in so many different situations, community events, um, church functions, um there's been, you know, Katrina, Hurricane, we did a whole big event, fundraiser. So we're always, wherever there's a need, we try to be involved if, if we have the means to be able to be involved. And fortunately we have been blessed to be able to to be involved, and um, we're grateful for that. So we do whatever we can in any way, big and small.
0: Wow. Uh, yes, <clears throat> I, understand, I understand that uh, your dad had a mentor from the University of Puerto Rico in agriculture
1: did, did yeah. this
0: help him with did, did this help him with determining the best ingredients in his ice cream?
1: You know it helped him build a good foundation. I don't know the specifics of that, but I'm sure it has i'm sure I'm sure it has My father is a very um self taught man as well, and he's always looking to learn and research and better understand the foods that we put in our body um for preventative measures and also just to deal with, with health issues that he has genetically as well. Um, so he's always looking to find ways to make the ice cream better, incorporate better ingredients. Um, you know, we we haven't gotten so much into the organics or anything like that just yet. Maybe in the future we will, but he's always had a lifestyle of eating organically and um, fresh, as much fresh food as possible. Um so we try to incorporate that as much as we can. But I think it is more of his personality of of wanting to um surround himself with the best ingredients and offer that to the community through the ice cream. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well you know, there's so many there's like even sour which which we offer which is um a tropical fruit. Um we used to call it guanabanats, which is the Spanish word for it, but sour they're finding out so many beautiful benefits anti cancer benefits there's so many fruits that are really doing um, coming up in a lot of research that um, have have really um, benefits to uh, to our bodies so we're so happy that we are able to you know show some of these fruits that a lot of the community might not normally have in their day to day life or have even heard of or seen a picture of so when we renovated, we put a lot of the fruit collages on the window just to sh- you know, just inform them of of all these varieties of of um, of helpful um, fruits and vegetables to incorporate. You know, not just with the ice cream, but maybe in their life in general.
0: Okay. Well, I have a I have a question for you. Okay. What role? What role? Um, I guess. What role has your mother played in the business?
1: My mother is the organized she's the innovative creative driving machine. My father's focused on the on the products and creating the products in a way and my mother is the business minded. She's focused on um on so many important things There's, but she has the the beautiful business mind of How can we use this in the business, and how do we um, use this for the community and be involved, and and just the organizing, the main parts of what the other components to making the ice cream? She's involved in everything. She's really made it what it is today. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh
0: no, I'm sorry. Um, we hear that your mother has a specific formula. So this, this is this, right, this is right up the alley for the measures of the ingredients to make sure each customer is given mm-hmm. the right amount of ice cream for the cones, shakes, sundays and the like. Was Absolutely. this trial and error? It, it, it's a wonderful formula, so I was just wondering if she had to go through trial and error
1: around this. Oh, yes. Always. It's always, it's always a trial and error. You know, it's the basis is to be consistent. You know, we do have a lot of um, girls working with us, men, a gentleman at this time. Um, but for everyone to make the same product so that if, if a customer comes and orders a milkshake or a smoothie or anything else with one person or another the next day, it's the same, it's the same consistent product. We strive to do that. Um, and it has been a work in progress. We're always trying to find ways to improve, you know, and even – you know, even recently we're we're looking to make our vanilla syrup better than what it is now. And, you know, we're always looking to, to work with it, but we do value consistency. That's what we believe makes a business successful. You know, you have to go in and customers have to feel like they know what they're going to get and they're going to get it or better, hopefully, and no matter who's serving them.
0: I was going to ask you, what role... What does
1: your father play in the business? Um, right now I'm trying to have him retire, as well as my mother. <laughs> so <laughs> they are in um, a good stage in life, I hope. You know, they come and go as they please. My father still helps make some ice cream and um, and all the syrup and when he chooses to do so. So I'm trying to take over as much as I can so that they can just relax and enjoy life and, and really have be in their retirement years the way it should be, you know, no stress and just continue to work if they want to because I believe, you know, continuing to work is healthy and to keep them involved. It's a beautiful business. We enjoy it. We love the community that we're in and the customers and our staff. We really feel we have been blessed and they can't stay away i, I would try to have them stay away but they're still involved my mom still uh incorporated the cakes a couple of years ago and so she's still overseeing with the cakes hopefully i will have her step aside a little bit more with that but she is very like she likes to be hands-on so you will still see my mother around doing the waffle cones and making cakes and doing the fun things but it's mostly out of pleasure now she doesn't have to do it, so she wants to do it, which is which is I think where we all strive to be, to do what we love to do because we want to do it.
0: Yeah, I'm I was gonna ask I was hearing that your father made the ice cream daily and we're the only one doing this, or did you and your sisters join in to help?
1: Um, yes. We make ice cream daily and most of the ice cream I do make right now and I strive for a balance in life as well. So, you know, on, on the day that I have off, on Tuesday, my father continues to make the ice cream on Tuesdays. So, yes, yeah, between the two of us, we're doing, we're making all the ice cream. You know, w- one of the
0: things I wanted to ask is, what has your mother and, and father become entrepreneurs rather than work nine to five jobs?
1: Um, I don't know. They've always been into uh, self-employment. My mother, um, we moved South Jersey in 1983 from, with the family, with my three sisters and myself and my parents, and we moved over there. So even, even when we left, my mother got into um, real estate, which was also an independent contracting. So she, it's always been that type of mentality and, and way that they've strived to live their life is to be in business for themselves and it's worked for them. Wow. Mhm. So how, how did you get involved in
0: taking over the operations recently? How did you do that? Um,
1: I got involved around 2007, 2008. Um, I've always been involved as well as my sisters, my three sisters. We always helped as much as we could. Um, but I got involved, my father was, he was dealing with some health issues and it really made it come to the forefront that we need to be more involved and he needs to focus on his health and and relax a little bit so that's that's was the real real thing that sparked um the immediate urgency to 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 take over of all the pressures of of owning your own business and and the responsibilities and so since then, he's been healthy and he's happy, and we hope it stays that way. But that was the reason I, I got involved. I really didn't expect to be involved um, the way I am now at this time, but I'm I'm happy I am. I mean, it's the best thing I could have done. Well,
0: you know, um, I, I have a few questions for Jay, if you don't mind, sir. We just have a few more questions for you, uh, Chrissy, and we won't keep you too long. Sure, you know, no problem. One of the things, you know, Jay, you know, as you and I are entrepreneurs, you know, ourselves, you know, and it's, it's really hard being an entrepreneur, Christian. I'm sure you know and seeing the ups and downs your father has gone through. We want to just recently talk about the fact that you went through, you know, a renovation with the building mm-hmm. and, with, you know, and really putting these pretty colors and things up. And we want the audience to know a little bit more about yourself. Now, I hear that you were in marketing. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Yes, I was in marketing for a few years. <laughs> Um, I was a marketing director for a small company in um, Homedale, and we did marketing for Broadway, Off-Broadway in New York, and also the New York City Opera and New Jersey Performing Arts Center in Newark. And that was such a fun job. I got to see maybe 50, 60 Broadway shows, Off-Broadway shows, and um, in a matter of a couple of years, it was, it was a wonderful time in my life, and it really has helped me... To incorporate the skills I learned and developed in with this business as well. Yes, and that's what I would like to come to. You know, since you have renovated, I know
0: that you incorporated many of the new colors into the store. And you know, mm-hmm. I just really want people to know how you you and your family are very much in partnership with each other in creating you know the colors and the marketing oh, and yes. everything. Oh yes, yes. You know the colors. And, well, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to ask you, and that's what I want to know about, that excitement you have and that exuberance you have about the creation part of the colors and everything. How did you come by recreating the colors and everything and then getting your mother and father's buy-in on it?
1: (laughs) The colors, I really thought long and hard about the colors I wanted to incorporate. I I knew from the beginning I wanted to have a warm feeling. I wanted to have... um, Colors that really were meaningful to me, especially knowing that I was going to be looking at them for every day, for the, you know, for many years <laughs> <minutes> to come. <laughs> you know, so I was really trying to create an energy and an environment that was positive and uplifting. But the colors, they really came to me. I was just inspired by the ice creams and the sorbets that we have and the fruits. And while I'm in the kitchen, I'm always looking at my the purees that I'm making for the sorbets. And the colors just, it spoke to me. So a lot of these colors, like the green is for my avocado and green tea. The yellow is for my mango. The orange is the passion fruit. The purple is from my ube. The puree is such a rich, beautiful purple. The ice cream, when it's mixed with the ice cream, it gets to be a lighter purple. So I think you might not see the connection right away because the purees, the colors are so vibrant and, and strong. But when they... Are mixed with the creams, they definitely do change different color. But and the berries, the berries are my uh, are the main ones for my lychee and the strawberries. So they're all they're all meaningful, all of these colors. And I had a friend, his name is Rodi Martinez, and he helped me to put it together in a beautiful way. And I hope they're appealing to everyone else as much as I enjoy them. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, Jay, one of the things I know that you haven't had a chance to uh, come over and see, but when we do the next time, we'll definitely introduce you to Chrissy and her family. One of the things, Jay, that's really amazing about what her family has done here is that they've not only included, but, Jay, literally, there is a line around the block most days to get into get their ice cream. I mean, around the corner and down, down the block. And they were closed for a year for renovation and if you could imagine that the first day they offered ice cream free, <laughs> no, and they were they were out they were out before they know it. But one of the things I wanted to, you know, ask Chrissy about, and I know you had some questions for her too, Jay, is what do you think has led to the success of the entrepreneurship in your family with you, your mom and your father and your sisters? It looks like it's it's like a gold, a gold mine and not in terms of just money but the family unity and and that family unity reaches out to outside what do you think has been your success in that area
1: um i think it's just being humble and appreciating what we have and the community that we're in and it's it's a give and take you know we we offer what we can as a business and as um community members and I hope that's part of the reason you know it's just having um of the perspective in life that you know it's it's more than just ice cream it's about the relationships we have with each other and 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 our customers that we come in that come in all the time that we we value and we don't take them for granted and we we appreciate the support that we have you know, we are a small local business and without Jersey City and the support of Jersey City, um, we wouldn't be here for as long as we have been, so it really is a community effort.
0: Wow. Um, I have a question. I I love to ask this question, Jill, and um, ice cream is such a community um, language. You know, who (laughs) can turn on an ice cream cone, you know, in the community? I mean, it's just Talks over everything, you know. he had ice cream, put a smile on every little kid's face. The yeah. question I have is: We hear, which I'm, I'm so glad to ask this, we hear that you support education in your neighborhood, and having many students work with you, and and a lot of them have gone to college. I wanted to know a little bit about that, and how did you get started doing this? And did your sisters work in the store in the same way
1: after they uh, left school? After school, did they come to the store and uh, work? Um. I didn't clearly hear the first part of your question, but I'll, I heard the second part, and um, okay. yes. Let's, let's, they, and let's just
0: say that, we'll say it to you again, because I know Jay's um, mic is a little bit off,
1: both of us, actually. It says,
0: what he was asking is, you know, um, he knows that you support students in the neighborhood yes. who have who have gone on to college at work with you. You know,
1: mm-hmm. how did
0: you get started doing this? Is that correct, Jay? That is correct. Mm-hmm
1: oh oh with the with our staff that works with us, yeah, how um, did you get started
0: with supporting you know high school students that also on to college as well
1: yeah we 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 ha we're so grateful to have staff that's been with us for years and years, and we've we've seen them grow into beautiful adults, and we do actually have quite a few college uh students now working with us and um we've always valued education and we 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 know that the girls this, I call them, I say girls because they are like our girls <laughs> and we mostly have women working with us but this it's a team family here and we we know it's lessons in life and it's not just a place where they come to work it's also a second family for them so um we support them and we try to encourage them for better education and and, and, and going on to college and, and living their dreams and doing better in the world. Um, and we also support the local schools too. We do hold a lot of uh, class trips um, with Hamilton Park, Montessori. I have to give them a shout out because they're always so wonderful and they they come all the time to the store. We do little uh, field trips for the little uh, kindergartners and, and first graders. Um, so I think at a very young age we are involved with the schools and the children and and you know creating a positive environment so that they can just be themselves and, and enjoy their family and and I hope you know it does something positive for them. Did your sisters work also? Did
0: your sisters work after school? Yep. Did they come to the store? Okay.
1: okay. Yes. Yes, they did. We've always been involved in helping um, after school and, um, yeah, many years. Many years we've been involved. We did move away from the area for about maybe 20 years in 1983. And my father has always, you know, obviously with the business, he's been back and forth with Jersey City, but... So there was a, a little bit of time where we weren't really around with um, the day-to-day helping out, but after, but before 1983, and after in, the, in 2003, and so we came back. So we've always, yeah, we've always been involved. I
0: got one more question, Gail. I, I just want to know: being creative and being an ice cream uh, entrepreneur, do you come up with your own original flavors? And I heard Gail saying you, you have ginger. I was wondering, <laughs> is there a is there a list of original flavors that you have created or your dad has have created that we could hear on on air a
1: couple? oh well, we have over sixty flavors we have over sixty flavors, but we um we focus on the fruits and we have a lot of the traditional flavors as well I could list i can list maybe the top top flavors if you like, but we definitely have so much fun bringing new flavors to the community um, we have fun with our avocado we do we oh. do jackfruit lychee. we do mame, we do um papaya we do the sour passion fruit and for the regular the the traditional flavor lovers we have the chocolate chocolate peanut butter we have coffee cookies lots of coconuts we have almond coconut we have pineapple coconut we have um we have uh ube which is um a sweet potato, a purple sweet potato. Sweet purple yam actually. And we have we have so many different flavors. We try to offer something for everyone. We have butterscotch, we um carry lots of cheesecakes, strawberry cheesecake, and it's been over the years of accumulating these flavors and the customers are very vocal with what they want and what they what what they would like. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: Wow. We just had some recommendations
1: yeah. for honey green tea, and we're thinking about doing that. So. Wow. Well,
0: I'm, at a plane, yeah, I'm we on a plane, Gail.
1: Getting
0: on of- the. I'm getting on a plane now, um, Gail, to come over there. I'm hungry. Um, it sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> you All got, got, got me. You got me. Well you know, Jay, one of the things I just wanted to let our audience know because I think Chrissy is being a little shy about it. We have people from all over the world that have come to Torreco's ice cream and there's a couple of facts that people should know. All of the ice cream is homemade. I mean, Jay, they literally buy boxes of fruit. Her father's back there. They even have the original um a uh, wooden bucket that they use that he created and made to make the ice cream and the sherbets back in the day, and wow. they use fresh fresh fruit. There is no, you know, Chrissy is back there. Yes, they may have some machines, but they are back there doing it themselves, hand, you know, hand wise. And you wow. know, there's fresh blue, fresh blueberries, fresh cream. You know, she talked about the strawberry cheesecake. Well, there's blueberry cheesecake that's all made with fresh blueberries and fresh strawberries. They do yeah. not know shy away on quality it's 100% quality and the other thing is their ice cream is always the same consistency and it's consistent in taste the ginger is made fresh boiling ginger that's all I can say or her mother might beat me up um, <laughs> but the, the, the ginger and her mom and dad they make that fresh by boiling the ginger I mean it's amazing and they also have things called oxidado um, which is the mm-hmm. espresso with fresh ice cream in it which I want to tell everyone come on out for so, Jay, ah. this is why I, I was excited to have her on the show because they're one family that does not skimp on the fresh products. The other thing I wanted to state about her mother and children, I believe that because her mother has such an organized way in which her business is set up with her father, I think mm-hmm. it's allowed students to come through and have an organized atmosphere that they may not have had at home because parents are working or they have you. That instilling right. in them a sense of, feeling good about what they do, and going to school with that sense of work ethic. So I think that those are some of the most important things. The same way that you raised Jelena, Jay, the same way Mm -hmm. that your family is, you know, and the same way we live by, you know, her mother so promotes that kind of atmosphere for students. And, you know, Chrissy, that was one of the things we were talking about at the start of the show, that Mm -hmm. we are reading now that students are not listening in school. They are actually cheating, even students who are high level acumen, have high-level acumen academically, they are actually cheating. Whereas wow. I, I think by her mom offering this atmosphere, she shows that it's hard work, and you cannot get there by easy. We have too many parents who are paying for their students. Her mother and father did not instill this in Chrissy or her sisters. So I wanted to share that. And then the last question we have for you today, Chrissy, is what charities do you support and Why?
1: Oh, yes, wonderful. Um, We just started. We have, um, you had mentioned earlier, a a hand crank machine that we just restored. And we made it into a donation box. And this is the first month that we're doing it, and we're featuring St. Lucie's Emergency Shelter, um, local to us on Grove Street. And we are just, you know, so honored to be able to have it, in some kind of spotlight so that other people, if they so feel the, the desire to help others, give them an outlet um, for being able to do so. And we're excited. We're excited to see, I just spoke with earlier also, the person from St. Lucie's. And they, he was explaining to me, his name is Tom Johnson. Um, any little thing, you know, there's so many people that are having a tough time. We understand the economy is 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 tough, and you know, as little as um, you know, razors and and cereal and and underwear and things like that, they're looking for, and um, whatever we can help with and offer, we're just happy to be involved and a part of of um, helping the community and to people who who need it. You know, we all have our moments where we need help, so um, we are. Glad to be able to feature St. Lucie's emergency shelter this month. We're going to try to have um, a different local shelter um, charity every uh, to highlight every month, and we'll see how it goes. But we're really excited to be able to to have this in our store and, and really put the thought not about us, about others. So we're, we're really proud of it and excited.
0: Okay. Do you have any more questions for Chrissy before we leave? Oh uh, no, I'm wondering. Do you have an ice cream truck that goes around the neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm wondering do you deliver, and that's my last question.
1: <laughs> yeah, anytime you like. I'll send I'll send someone over San Francisco for you. <laughs> okay, Chrissy. Thank you so much. Thank you and, so much. It's been a pleasure. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. Okay, and thank you, Chrissy, and if- uh,
0: can you tell people where they can go to like your uh Facebook page? We have put it on our site, but we'd like to if if you wouldn't mind telling them where they can like your Facebook page and when your oh, website thank is tell
1: Yes, I'm on a mission to have some more likes and check ins on the Facebook. Uh, it's Tareko's Premium Homemade Ice Cream and Tarico's is T O R I C O. And yeah, you can find us. We have a a web uh, Facebook page ready to go. Thank All you right. so much, Gail. Cool. No problem.
0: We just asked to don't check in on Foursquare because I'm trying to become uh, mayor there.
1: Yeah. Uh, this place.
0: So thank you again. I know, for, yes. Thank you so much. And um, we're so glad to have you on. I mean, Jay, as we always say, this is what it's about, having someone who's an entrepreneur and giving back to the community. So thank you for being on and being so interesting yeah. in explaining how your family got started and how your family has maintained their family life. And brought that out in the community to help other young people learn what family is and what work ethic is.
1: Yes, thank you. We're glad to be involved and do what we can. Thank you very much, Gail. Appreciate it.
0: So, all right. Have a wonderful day.
1: Thanks, Jay. All right. Have a beautiful day. God bless you both. Okay. Bye bye. Bye.
0: (laughs) Well, Jay. Now, I mean, that was a great. That was great. I mean, I think she was only supposed to be on for 15 minutes. But it, uh, actually when well, it was very interesting because allowing us to go through those intricate places where, you know, entrepreneurship is really felt. Can you imagine they've been in business since 1958? That's incredible. Uh, that's uh, a long time to be selling ice cream. and um, I mean, you, you have to be an expert, if not the best ice cream in the world. That's a long time. That's a, wow, you know. And and the father is self taught. I mean he learned a lot from a mentor of his at the University of Puerto Rico for agriculture. I think that's amazing. Oh yeah. That's amazing and all the things that she does in the community with the, the kids. I mean ice cream is a great universal language, like I was saying, it just cuts it cuts through everything. You know, let's go have an ice cream and it doesn't matter what you are, which which background you come from, you can always offer that and that breaks the ice. The ice, yeah, ice cream it does do you do you remember um our our old guest Matt Forrest, when he talked about how people would come together and the the families would come together and actually have um a pizza party at home and the kids would get together and just play, and it wouldn't be on electronic games this is just a recent you know earlier this year it's like that's what ice cream does right right exactly the same thing it does it uh, does, and it tastes better too than the pizza. Exactly. Yes, it does. You know, Jade, you know, we have two more things to share with our audience, and then we're finished for the day. One of those things is Carl, Carson Daly from The Voice, okay? The Voice is rocking out X Factor and American Idol because it's becoming a social show. They're allowing people to vote on Facebook. They're allowing people to vote in so many places. And, yes, they're taking the audience members on the journey with the artist, but it's just a social show guy, and it's, it, they're not even worrying. I mean, even American Idol is getting a little, you know, I've, I've been noticing in the news lately, they're getting a little scared so themselves. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, I noticed you know? that it's just no way that American Idol now can't compete, like what you're saying, with the social media, people getting involved. I don't know how even though Mariah Carey is going to join the show and Nicki Minaj. I don't see how it's going to compete because The Voice just includes everyone, and it's amazing, Gail, you know, how you even audition. You, you know, like you know, American Idol. They and X Factor. They come around to your cities. The Voice, you send a videotape in, and or you send a uh, 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 email in with your video singing, and they select you that way. Which they don't. The money doesn't have to go to bring these huge rigs to your city. They can save the money for the show and make the show better, which is a whole. Different way of uh, having a show, so I don't know. How, I don't know what these other shows are going to do. I really enjoy The Voice, and I'm glad you brought that up. You know, because it's yeah. amazing with the social media. You know, it, it. I tell you, it's it's like it's so wild. And he said he believes um, Carson Daly said he believes in a digital democracy. You know, um, yeah. He has a love for interactivity and the social aspect of the Dutch's version of The Voice is what Pete Daly's interest in doing the U.S. version. But the thing is, it says, can the voice inspire MTV or daily to bring TRL back today? Fans surely want it. And uh, he says that, you know, there's, it's been re- really cold as a resurgence, but he's not sure if it would work today with today's, you know, scripted reality shows. But, you know, he said there's a method for everyone, and they have a voice live app, which comes out during the live voting rounds. I think that's amazing. And for, in, for Facebook, NBC, and, and tablet, allow viewers to chat online, participate in question and answer sessions, watch video highlights organized by what's popular on Twitter, and play a fantasy football wow. like game based on a point system. I like, see that rock. Right. That's <laughs> what it is. That's so rock because our music industry is going to the pop, but that's a whole nother time. And you know what else, Shay, I love this article that you brought here today about the students because this is what tells us why we need music, history, music instruments back in the school and and more physical education to balance out because kids feel a need to cheat. This is why it's so important to take them off the digital divide that they're in you know, like I love what Carson Daly says. It gives people a chance to come together. But it also allows people to cheat, quite frankly. And this is, again, people are so busy online. And I have to tell you, Jay, Facebook is so addictive. Because I'll get on and say, I'm only going to post this. And I'm still on. You know what I mean? Right. It, it's the most addictive. So I'm just excited. I also want to say a shout-out to Robin Crespo of Mosquito, Mosquito Armor, one of our partners of Listen Gigs. We have some amazing things to share about what Robin Crespo, Evan Ramal, Michelle Diz, who is all of his partners, Finney Matthews, Martha Brown. All of these people are working at Mosquito Art. We're called Code Purple. So look up codepurpleevents.com. We have some amazing, amazing things that will be announced next week. Uh, We're part of their global malaria campaign, and I'm so excited. Jay Logan is a part of it. Mariana Grant. Phineas Robert, also known as Finestro, Debbie Williams, uh, Leonard of Black Eyes Productions. We are so excited. Dan Orr, okay, with Lounge Now Records, um, Dwayne and Mikkel of uh, Patent Leather, the group Patent Leather. Uh, you know, and Jay is also a part of that group, Patent Leather. You know, we are all excited. We are all partners at Listen to Give, and we just can't wait to rock this out. And also a shout out to Mr. Tabaney who is in South Africa, that will be supporting their school. Atesh Munga and Neha Jain of the Art of Living with the Yes Plus course for school kids around the, the globe. Jay, I am so excited that I can't hardly mm-hmm. get in my seat for next week. Do you hear me? Yeah. I can't Sounds good. I, I, I can't wait. So, Jay, tell. Bring, let's bring the show out with the um, Apple iPhone 5. What do you have to tell us about it, although it sounds like the same old stuff to me? But go ahead. <laughs> Well, everybody knows the new iPhone was revealed today. I'm San Francisco the city of my choice right now, but I'm from New York. Um, the, I, the iPhone has a bigger screen, <laughs> and everybody's loving the bigger screen, but, Gail, what it doesn't have is YouTube that you know that it's not. The contract ran out, so those who buy this new iPhone will not have the YouTube app at all. So I don't know what they're gonna do about that. What are some other great features? Which they had a thing called Smart Pass, which you now could pretty much put your boarding pass or your credit card or you can you can scan your uh movie tickets, you can do all this from your iPhone, it's kinda of like your iPhone becomes your wallet, and so you could do all that stuff on your iPhone, which is kinda of cool. Um I think that's great. The iPhone is taking on a bigger challenge. Now the everybody knows Ferry say, uh, the talking app that's in the iPhone. Now she's able to do more things now, answer more questions, give more directions, and so she's moved on to stage two in the new operating system, O6. O6 is a great new operating system that does more multitasking. Those who have the 4S are able to download IO6 I- in their phone, and that's a great thing. Um, what you won't be able to do is use your same power cord with your iPhone. So you have an old power adapter throw it out the window, will that work with the new iPhone. Um, so basically they have gone. This is Tim Cook's due. He's the new CEO, and this is his baby. We're going to see what happens. They're expected to sell in the next few months 10 million iPhone 5s. So we're going to see what happens. This is very, uh, very, very exciting for Apple, and that's what they were okay. doing. All right. I do have a MacBook, and I do have an iPad, but I still love my PC as well. And here's some things for Apple. I will not put all my information on an iPhone 5 for someone to steal it, because when the 4S came out, you were stealing, people were stealing them left and right. Could you imagine all my information? That's pretty much my life. I I, I love it. I, you know, I'll see, I may even, Jay, don't fall on the floor. I may even get the iPhone 5. Do not fall on the floor, okay, Jay? Okay. I think I fell already. <laughs> Okay, you know what, yeah, yeah. It's, time, it's time for us to close up because he's really going to tease us audience members. He's really going to tease me. So, Jay, any parting words? We'll, um, we should tell our audience the new day that we're on. We're on every Wednesday. Am I right, Mr. Logan? Yes, we are. Every Wednesday at day? Yes, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. So that's the beginning of the new revampment for Listen Gives. And any of you who would like to be a part of the Listen, Give movement, you have to be an artist and entrepreneur or someone making a difference out there. You share what you're up to in life and then you tell us what charity or cause you support, life, or are passionate about. And if you want to do that, please email us simply, listengive at gmail.com. Again, it's listengive at gmail.com. You put it to the attention of J or Gail, J-A-E-E, or Gail, G-A-I-L, and we will respond right away, okay? We are also going to be giving a contest for you to have the opportunity to co-host with myself and Jay or one of us, okay? So please send your videos over to listengive at gmail.com and tell us why you would be a great host. Or you can go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash listengive and tell us why you think you would be a good, great co-host. We will have people vote on this, and you will be chosen. So, Jay, is there anything else you want to say before we close it out, sir? Uh, nothing else. I'm just going to make sure I get some of the ice cream when I come visit you. <laughs> Still thinking about okay. that. Don't, don't, eat, eat don't eat up all the ice cream, please, sir. Okay. Great talking to you, Jay. We'll see you next week. See you next week.